Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Amy talking about our one cool STEM gal. Bonnie already talked about Mamie Pips Clark, um, but before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. So the question I have for you ladies is I would like to know who is your favorite lady in science fiction? Dun, dun, dun. I know. Bonnie's got big eyes. Bonnie's having a very hard time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bonnie needs Narrowing some... it down to one. Oh, do, do you have like a, a top five? <laughs> I like pretty much all the ladies of Star Trek except okay. for Troy. Okay, D- and she knows why you don't like her, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's her fault. Okay, um, fair then. I like all the Marvel ladies, right? but Scarlet Witch is my favorite Avenger because she's oh. the strongest Avenger. She is. Yeah. Um, That's Cammy's favorite too, is Scarlet Witch, by the way. Yeah. I mean, all the ladies of Firefly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm a sucker for especially any strong female character, funny female character. Right. I mean, come on. I like how yours is like an entire group. The Star Trek group. <laughs> I can't pick one. <laughs> I can't even pick the one Star Trek, Trek lady. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, then I'm going to go with that's fair because, you know, geekdom's really hard nowadays. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots exactly. of good options. Yeah. This is true. Amy, do you have a favorite or a top five or apparently a top 50? (laughs) I have a favorite and then I have an honorable mention. That sounds fair. Yes, do it. Make up the rules. (laughs) So my favorite is um, Aaron's son from Farscape. Oh. If if you haven't seen Farscape. (laughs) I think Bonnie has and she's like, damn it. (laughs) We are in the middle of watching that and we need to finish that as they oh, make eyes yeah. at someone across the room. I just think really, she's so strong, but then her heart is so big. I have, she's made me cry, I think more than any other woman in sci-fi. Aww. I mean, I can cry thinking about some of those episodes. <laughs> They're nice. so good. Um, but my honorable mention goes to Delenn from Babylon 5 in honor of Mara Furlan. Um, she passed away. So she is definitely, she's definitely on my top five. There you <laughs> go. Nice. She definitely gets an honorable mention um, this week. So cool. And Master <laughs> Delenn. I love it. Um, my two are on my wall. <laughs> Can you guess <laughs> who they are? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Carrie Fisher Princess Leia is my number one because of the whole Leonette Leia thingamajigger and she was like my first little sci-fi role model even though I joked around a lot about hating Princess Leia with her pew 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 and her cinnamon buns on her head it's totally fine <laughs> I've gotten over it because I love her and Wonder Woman who is behind me who I have a tattoo of is is my honorable mention only because I haven't lived with her influence as long because i didn't grow up watching the linda carter episode so gal gadot is newer i know so i've seen the linda carter now but i didn't like when not when i was impressionable you know what i'm saying so 
Yeah, but those two are my galactic gals, if you will. <laughs> Katie, what about you? You know, I'm not as plugged into um, the pop culture and TV. All I'm not. Um, so my favorite sci-fi lady is actually an author. Oh, that works. And yes. I, I don't even read that much sci-fi, but this one is something I read in high school and it just really stuck with me. Um, and the author is named Sherry S. Tepper. Oh. And she wrote A Gate to Women's Country. Oh, and yeah. the entire novel, yes, about um, a society of women who have a gate and they live without men and the men live outside the gate and are only <laughs> allowed in when they're useful. See? Which only for, you know, reproductive reasons. <laughs> Otherwise, they're useless. And I don't know. It's such a good book. I'm pretty certain the library has that book. Very cool. I highly See. recommend it. Sweet. That so is, a, is a good twist on it. I like all of our answers. Good job, Absolutely. ladies. Absolutely. There's a lot of good stuff there. And well, maybe one day I will find my Princess Leia. Yes. Out there in the galaxy. But. Or, or, your, or your Princess Leia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh -oh. All right. So my computer just said I have two percents left. Uh oh. Before Sweet. I tell you about my gal, I better plug in. There you go. Plug <laughs> in. Exactly. So that that way your your hard fought research. <laughs> Oh yes, doesn't I go so asunder. Much time on this. The first page of Google. Don't worry, that's how y'all do it. <laughs> oh. All right. We're safer now. The day is saved thanks to electricity and a charging port. And the fact that my dog hasn't eaten through this particular cord. Not this one. Not this one yet. Right. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. So who is your lady, darling? <laughs> so I'm going to be talking about Mary Seacole. <gasps> Yay! And Sorry, I've always say, wanted to know more about her. So yes. You, you know what? Leah probably already knows more than I know about Mary Seacole. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, actually, it was Leah that told me about Mary. Um, and I checked out both books that Gal's Guide Library has on Mary Seacole. And I did that, I think, at the end of December. And then realized I needed to plan like the next three months of our book club. <laughs> so well, you were reading some other books, which totally yeah, makes sense. So I definitely <laughs> did not get into these books. Um, I, after researching just online, I do want to read more about Mary Sequel. Most definitely. Um, I think I just need to hang in there because I will say I started one of the books I got from the library and it was really slow. It was wanting to describe how picturesque her homeland of Jamaica was and about uh -huh. the harbor. I mean, if you give me more than four pages about the Jamaican harbor, <laughs> you kind of lost me, right? Well, that's why the hours, the first 25 pages is walking to get flowers. And I'm like, if you don't have flowers by page 26, <laughs> stop in this book. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a little bit of a shame because Mary Sequel is amazing. She led a full long life and it was just, um, she never stopped. See. She was an adventurer and a traveler, 
Um, and she went from location to location doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say, it's a shame that I have never heard about Mary Sequel until the last month because she was in 2004. She was voted the greatest Black Britain. Oh, look at I that. Mean, I mean, I don't know if that means in Great Britain, it's a common name that they know. Right. Um, but it wasn't for me, Mary Sequel. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you ladies, I know Leah knows, but Amy and Bonnie, have you heard of Mary? Okay. Because so, what's yeah. the title of her autobiography? Uh, that's what. of Mary Sequel. I'm going to scan. What is it? Like yeah. the most adventurous African it, it has woman some or words in there, right? It has like just the title of her own autobiography is like, damn, what did you do? Right. She's not holding back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's selling it. <laughs> She's like, I've seen some things, I've done some stuff. And, and I wrote it all down. You're gonna want to read all of it. And she's her outfit oh. looks like she's a pirate. <laughs> here it is, here it is. Wonderful adventures of Mrs. Sequel in many lands. Yes. And that is a book you can check out from the Gals Guide Library, at least after I return it. Which <laughs> could be a week, it could be six months. Exactly. Time will tell. Put a hold on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's cool that Leah pointed out that she wrote her own autobiography because it was one of the very first um, autobiographies written by somebody from mixed races. Oh, was it really? So, that I didn't know. Absolutely, yeah. So Mary was half Scottish and half Jamaican. Yeah. So her dad was a Scottish soldier and her mom um, was born in Jamaica and owned a hotel and was a doctress. Nice. So she used um, herbal remedies and um, kind of witch doctory type thing um, to doctor people at her hotel and around the island. Um, so it was that exposure um, that had Mary Sequel really interested in nursing people. Nice. And she is known as a nurse. Mm-hmm. So she learned by working with her mom and observing what her mom did. And then she talks about how she worked on her pets growing up. So like Aww. she went from like pets to people to yeah, employing these uh Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she was nice to the She was taking care but, of the animals. <laughs> um, so as we were saying, <laughs> Bonnie, I'm sure she took very good care of the animals that she did her <laughs> nursing practice on. Yes. Uh, because it, it's it's really cool. A lot of what she learned, because we're talking early um, 1800s here, was very much practical being clean. Mm-hmm. washing um, your yeah. damn hands yeah wash, wash your hands right um but that was revolutionary at the time yeah that it was. was something that was considered you know you had um doctors in great britain that i mean there was a high infant mortality rate in great britain during this time period and a lot of it was because they weren't washing their goddamn hands right excuse me mm. for that but yeah but, yeah we lost yeah. uh mary wollstonecraft to that <laughs> right mary right. shelley's mom because didn't wash his hands. Yeah. so i say like her mom was into herbal remedies and was considered a bit of a witch doctor but it was her mom mm-hmm. that taught her how important this cleanliness was nice. um and it was something that she practiced and was very dedicated to um, and it's funny because another lady from great britain maybe you've heard of her florence nightingale no 
is largely credited um, with this theory. Um, mm -hmm. And actually, it, it's funny, too, because they were a bit of adversaries. Ah. So as um, Mary Sequel started her career in nursing, um, she kind of wanted to join teams with Florence Nightingale, and Florence Nightingale was not a fan of Mary Sequel. Oh, farts. You know, I don't know <laughs> all of the nuances behind it, um, but a lot of the prevailing theory is that a six-foot loud Black woman from Jamaica didn't really fit into the drawing rooms of Great Britain. She was also Scottish, <laughs> which I'm not certain this was a plus in this particular. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to right. imagine what her accent would have been like Right. I mean, she grew up in Jamaica. I don't yeah. know, honestly, how present her father was because he was like a military man um, gotcha. on the sea and stuff like so that. The environment so, might have been much more Jamaican. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting because the I, I read online and I watched, um, you know, the great YouTube videos. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it seems like um, Mary never really considered herself Black. Gotcha. But she didn't, um, she wasn't dismissive either. She was very like um, embracing and encompassing. Um, but I think a lot of like her standing in Jamaica was based on her father's heritage. Oh, okay. So she didn't, gotcha. At least in her homeland of Jamaica, have to deal with a lot of um, that racial prejudice. Um, and she very much looked like a white woman. Um, gotcha. Even though I was talking about Florence Nightingale kind of poo-pooing her, but I'm thinking that's like um, the size and the accent and um, right and the confidence. It's the confidence, <laughs> right? She's not a like quiet, demure woman whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things she's most famous for is um, her experience with fighting um, cholera. Mm -hmm. There was a huge cholera outbreak in Jamaica. Um, kind of when she was very much coming of age, becoming like 18, 20. We all came to age earlier back then, right? <laughs> yes. We could have been like 12 and it's like, there's a woman. <laughs> but I believe she was, you know, around that 18 year old mark. Um, and she was helping her mom at the hotel fight this huge cholera outbreak in Jamaica. Um, and of course the high standards for cleanliness went a long way um, towards beating that. But still, it was huge losses in Jamaica. Um, and so she was doing that at her mom's hotel. Um, but then a few years later, there was a huge fire that burnt down her mom's hotel. Oh. And her mom passed away, right? And I think that those were really her huge ties to Jamaica. Um, and at which point, one of her brothers had moved to um, South America. And she decided to go there and join him. Um, and when she moved there, she just decided to open a hotel, her own international hotel um, that would take care of and cater to people. Um, and she continued to do her doctoring there. Um, but then a few years after opening that hotel, there was a huge cholera outbreak there. I think she very much uh, felt like cholera was following her around the globe. <laughs> but it was her job to try to help. <laughs> Absolutely. And she thrived on it. That's what she wanted to do was to nurse people and help people and take care of people. Um, so yeah, she, she opened her, cause it's like, she's a nurse and she's an entrepreneur. She's very much known for being able to do both. She was nursing and she was opening her hotels. Um, 
And so she spent time in South Africa. Um, she got married, I think a little bit before she left South Africa, but I think it was kind of a brief thing and not a, a cliff note in her life. Gotcha. Let's, I don't know all the <laughs> not a, not a love match sort of situation. Right. Drop this on Valentine's day. <laughs> <laughs> not no, everybody's hooked up for Valentine's day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think some people that know Mary Sequel better could school me on this, but um, I know in my reading of her, her husband is not mentioned very much. So I don't know what the deal is there. You're going to have to read about the great adventures of Mary Sequel in faraway lands. <laughs> Sounds good. Story, right. <laughs> so after Mary opened her hotel in South America, where her brother lived, um, she did that for a time and then she kind of felt wonderlust again. I kind of skipped over telling you that during her adolescence, she spent time in Great Britain and was just really enthralled with the society and with um, London and everything that happened there. Nice. So it's kind of always, I think, been a little bit of a, a dream for her to, to go back there and be part of that society. So um, around that time also is when the Crimea War was taking place. Mm -hmm. um, and she knew that she wanted to use her skills of nursing to help and take care of um, British soldiers that were being wounded in the Crimea War. Mm -hmm. So she went over to London um, and that was when she kind of started like knocking on Florence Nightingale's door and was like, let me join you and your nurses. And, and Florence Nightingale was like, mm, nah, really kind of turned her nose up at Mary. Oh, um, that could have been such a great partnership. It could have been such a great partnership, right? Um, but they, they told um, Mary that she could not join them. Um, that did not deter her because she wanted to go to Crimea and help the soldiers. So she decided she would go on her own. Yeah. Uh, so she kind of went under the guise of opening her own hotel there at the Crimea. I think it was like called the Britain Hotel or the International Britain Hotel or something like that. Um, and so, but really what it was, was a place for soldiers to convalesce. Mm. Um, so she, she took in soldiers, but it was beyond that. She would even go to the front line to tend to soldiers who were wounded um, and take care of them. Um, so she did a lot of good, but she was also a merchant during that time. She was definitely selling things to the soldiers gotcha. um, and kind of profiting off this wartime thing. So there is like a little controversy in her biography about like, you know, was she like devoted nurse or was she profiteer during this time? That hotel's not going to pay for itself. Right. <laughs> Those supplies that. ain't paying for themselves. I mean, she's not funded by the war department. She's, uh... no, she went her own accord. Like she herself took her own resources and her own money to go down to the front line of this yeah. war. Then that's, um, that's, then that's what you do. <laughs> but I, I, I think, um, you know, it's pretty black and white proof that after this war was over, she was destitute. Oh, so, you know, some could say she was profiting off this, but she returned after the war to London um, mm -hmm. and was having to stay with friends, like um, had no money, no resources. And oh. it was also around that time that she wrote her autobiography. Oh, um, okay. So she was very much kind of profiting off of her celebrity. Yeah. There in Great Britain, there were fundraisers for her, which is awesome. So yeah. she considered the men that she helped in the war as her boys. Oh, so she wanted to help her boys. So then she got back to London um, and many of those same people that she helped, helped her in turn. Very During, cool. Yeah. Tough period um, of her life. 
So she spent some time in London, um, was, you know, quite a little celebrity there. Um, and she went back to Jamaica for a while and then back to London. Um, she kind of hopped around and um, was always like wanting to do and go where she could do the most good. And she lived nice. a very long life and eventually passed away in London at an old age. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I wish I could give you guys more details. Um, maybe there'll be like a throwback post later when I can finally get through yeah. some of the books. Um, but I definitely encourage all of you guys to research and look into Mary Sequel. So, and yeah. someday when I return the books to the Gals Guide Library, you too. <laughs> about Mary right. Yeah. Do you guys have any questions about Mary that I may or may not be able to answer? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Did you have like um, a favorite uh, part of her story? Something that you're just like, oh, KK. That's I think it was really when she was so determined to go to the front lines of the Crimean War. Gotcha. I yeah. mean, how many people want to go to the front lines of a right. war? Yeah, that exactly. would not be the place that I would be situating myself. And I just felt like that was really brave, and that like she um, just felt such a tug to help the wounded and the people that needed her. And I think being a nurse was her true mm -hmm. drive and calling. Yeah. Like her exposure in her upbringing was, you know hoteless and running businesses so she definitely had that side to her but I think her true calling was that of nurse yeah yeah I love that she took the the resources that her mom taught her own a hotel and learn some nursing and <laughs> right. you can take that shit around the world and she did right yeah <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool absolutely <laughs> definitely an amazing woman and i i mean i i was blown away that in 2004 she was considered um the greatest britain huh. greatest black britain because i've really until a month ago i'd never heard about her and that's a shame so now it. you guys have all heard about her yes exactly <laughs> sweet take on mary sequel I oh, I love her. I really only know that she's basically the black Florence Nightingale who never got her just due and right. the whole thing of the hotel and medicine were the two things she knew and she just did that. And it's like, I want to know more. <laughs> so I got the books, but I haven't been able to read them either. And not because you have them checked out <laughs> because I haven't read them yet. So, uh, but yes, but now I feel like I know a little bit more. I'm ready to, to dig in even more at a later date when I'm not researching somebody else. <laughs> right. There's so many incredible women and that is awesome. Yes. We're exactly. like the tip of the iceberg, but we'll we're like it. the cliff notes, the drunk cliff notes version, <laughs> just enough to kind of entice you. Would you like to know more? <laughs> well, that wraps us up for this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool black stem gal as gal's guide to the podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>